Well, it never ceases to amaze me how much the gospel uh, and the Bible in general has the ability to really uh, take the mirror and, uh, or I should say maybe the camera, so to speak, God's camera, and uh, turn it around on the reader himself or herself. Okay, so the Bible never lets us get away with saying, you know, it's the other, the those guys, they're the bad people. You know, they're the ones that got problems. You know, it's always bringing it back to a self-examination. And this is, you know, in our Catholic tradition where we really get it. I mean, it's rooted in, in the nature of sacred scripture, the nature of the word of God itself, where we get the whole idea of an examination of conscience. So we've got this tradition of having these different things. Okay, have I done this? Have I not done this? So forth and so on. These different lists, and we call them examinations. And uh, it's very important to be able to take that that mirror and sort of turn it on oneself and basically, you know, do a little self-checkup. Uh, this Catholic Christian principle of self-examination, we find it uh, in Western civilization as a whole, okay? So it's something very strange about Western civilization that you don't find in any other civilization, and it's the ability to be self-critical, Okay? So, you know, we've made mistakes in the past. We've got to make reparations for people, you know, that we've, the, the Native Americans or things like that. Now, that principle of self-examination and self-criticalness can go too far. It can turn into like a death wish and a self-hatred, you know. you got people that like they hate America, right, and they're Americans. It's very weird, okay. So that whole idea of being self-critical can be taken too far. Nonetheless, there's a really important truth to it that other civilizations and people groups, they just, they can't do it. They don't do it because they haven't been given the grace of the gospel. And it's really, it's so important, so intrinsic to the gospel to be self-reflective. Um, what we see here is this guy who is greedy. And so he's subject to the vice of avarice, the old-fashioned vice of avarice, okay, or greediness. And uh, he doesn't, he's not aware of that about himself, so he doesn't have true self-knowledge. He thinks it's an issue of justice. So he goes to Jesus, and mind you, look how respectful he is of Jesus. Okay, he could be any one of us who love Jesus and call Jesus our Lord. Lord, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Something's going on in the family, and it's not fair. There's a violation of justice and doggone it, I want justice. You know, I'm concerned about justice. Oh, really? Are you really? What's deeper? What's the deeper reality going on here? And Jesus calls him out. Basically calls him, you know, you're, you're full of greed. And so then he tells a parable about how we need to avoid avarice or greed. So this is very interesting. How do we know? How can we gain this self-knowledge? How can we, how, how can we know that we're not deceiving ourselves. So often when we say, well, you know, I've got this neighbor and I'm going to take him to court and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get me my justice. Uh, there's there's some legitimacy to that. You know, justice is a real issue. But what what is it that we can look to to know whether or not uh, we really are being motivated by just greed, that we're attached to material things. Well, it's it's kind of it's not too difficult. It's if you see a more important virtue being violated in the name of justice and the name of getting your fair share, that's how you know there's something imbalanced. That's how you know there's an attachment, an unhealthy, unbalanced attachment 
to material goods and to wealth. Okay, There's a hierarchy of goods and values, and if you violate the higher goods in the name of the lower virtues and values and so forth and so on, you know something's been disordered there, something's inverted, something's wrong in your own heart. So, you know, I think of uh, this passage right here. Who is the guy fighting? Who is he trying to get justice concerning? It's his own brother. Okay? So in the name of justice, he's dividing the family. There's all of this conflict. And brotherly charity is being uh, denigrated. It's being attacked and torn down in the name of supposed justice. And so you know there's something deeper going on there. There's a, there's a vice, and it's a vice of avarice. So my brothers and sisters, let's just keep in mind, this is a sort of a simple you know, message, let's keep in mind, what's the most important things in life? Most important things in life are uh, love, are unity amongst human beings. Now you can, there's a way that you can navigate your, your, your path through different differences, especially over money, so forth and so on, um, without breaking that unity. But that, that was what was happening here. There was a unity being broken, okay? So I'm not asking people to be, uh, doormats. You know, you should, you should be able to be very transparent with someone and say, you know, could you give me that money back, so forth and so on, even if they're a family member, alright? Otherwise, you start to feel like you are being uh, taken advantage of, and then you know you got all this resentment being built up in you, and then it will explode eventually. Okay, so you do have to be communicative and and you know in a firm manner draw boundaries and say so forth and so on. I need X, Y, and Z, and you express your needs and your wants uh, in in a transparent manner. That is necessary, but the the bigger issue is: Are there deeper values being violated? And, and that's how you know there is some kind of imbalance somewhere and you are being, you know, a, a victim of the vice of, of avarice. So we pray, um, today that we would be free from these vices and, and above all, that we would really be honest with ourselves and that we'd have true, uh, self-knowledge.